everyone, and welcome back to Stories to Tell, a podcast where my dad, Marvin, and myself, Jennifer, tell you a little bit about stories throughout our lives. Hi, Dad. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Today, I want to talk about your home country, El Salvador. Oh, my goodness. That will be good. I know. You know, I, um, well, the first time I went to El Salvador, I don't remember it because I was like seven months old or something like that. Um, but I think because we've gone so often, I, I feel very close to that country and to its people. Yes. Um, you started going over there when you were really little, um, I remember, you know, your mother used to live over there before we got married with uh, her grandma and her grandfather. So whenever we got married, you know, I, I'm thinking you were about seven months old uh, the first time she took you over there. I didn't get to go that first time with you over there. And mm-hmm. then, uh, you know, so many times, like you say, that you were over there sometimes. Uh, it was the three kids, your mother and I. Sometimes yeah. it was just your mother and you. Yes, and, uh, the most recent time. Yes. Yeah, the, the last one that you went, it was just your mother <laughs> and you, you're right. Yeah. But uh, one of the last one that I remember a lot, it was, you know, when we celebrated your quinceañera over there with the family. I know. Yeah. Oh, that was that was huge. That was big. Yeah, we thought it was going to be, you know, not, not that many people, not that many guesses that we will have over there. Yeah. But then, you know, living in the countryside, I guess whenever you invite one person, mm-hmm. uh, you never... Then know. they bring their... Yeah, their it's like sisters, a family event. their neighbors. Yes, they bring their whole family, and then, you know, whoever it's with them friends, you know, they bring them along too. So it was a right. good group that we had for your party over there. I agree. A big difference, I would say between just you and I and the way we grew up um not only obviously different times but different places you grew up in in El Salvador until you were 15 and I mean obviously my first 15 years uh, my whole life I've grown up here um so I always think it's I don't know it's interesting to hear your stories your childhood stories. I love listening and, and just seeing how, I mean, it's a whole different world. I would say, um, I would say El Salvador is a third world country. It is. What do you, th- yeah? Yeah, for sure. Uh, you know, um, to be honest with you, it's, um, we're going to take the view of, uh, you know, me and my family growing up. Which, uh, mm-hmm. which, of course, you know, it's not everyone over there, you know, as uh, any other right. country. Uh, mm-hmm. In El Salvador, you will have, um, you know, like three groups. Uh, yeah. The one that are well-studied or well-off with a lot of money. Uh, uh-huh. The working class, you know, kind of like, you know, teachers, you know, and, you know, people who study a little bit, uh, which they have to work for their money, living and whatever. And yeah. there's also what, uh, it's poor, you know, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know, there's all of that over there too, like every other country in the world. Right. 
Well, yeah, no, I mean, that's, I want to hear a little bit more about how you lived in El Salvador. I mean, here it's, it's a given that a house is going to have electricity, is for sure going to have light, um, and a family will typically have a car, um, even if at least they're sharing, you know, I mean, and for you, yes. there was no AC, am I right? Well, <laughs> let me put it like this. Listen, I, I grew up in the countryside, uh, coming uh-huh. out of family of 10, and my mm-hmm. dad and my mother, they made a living out of farming. Yeah. So, you know, in my house, you know, there was a lot of land, of course. My house wasn't mm-hmm. the best of the house ever. But like you yeah. say, we uh, lack electricity. We yeah. lack water. And uh-huh. uh, something that you will say, oh, my goodness, you know, what kind of living is this? <laughs> Over there, I had to deal with something that to you, I don't know if it shocked you whenever you went visiting over there, uh, a latrine. Something that, you know, you go over there and you go like, where do I go to a bathroom? Oh, like the uh, the outhouse. Yes. I mean, I don't know. It's yeah. Going to the yes. toilet outside of the house. Yes. They make a hole on the ground and just a little uh, seating type. Uh, right. Then that will be like, you go and from here to that's there. The and bathroom. You, that's the bathroom right there. You will be like, excuse me. That will be part <laughs> of this world. So, so you is. know, I used to me that was normal, you know, no having electricity, right. no having water right. at the house. You know, we used to get shower uh, just by uh, getting a bucket of water, like what is mm-hmm. it, five gallon, and then getting right. getting uh, you know, they used to build like a outside, um, like a well. For, forget right. a well, like they used to go get the water from my house. There was no water in the in the community, so they have to either buy water, you know, from people uh-huh. who have cars and bring it to you. Or you had right. you had to go with uh, you know uh, and grab it uh, yourself. And, uh, the, from where? From where we live, uh, you know, my family, like I said, they have uh, cattle, so they had uh, you know uh, barrels, and uh, and you know they used to go get the water about twenty miles away, but oh, wow. there were no wells seriously in a, close to us. There were no wells where we can go and get the water. Uh, right. So, so it was hard. And then, remember, so you guys would have to get water probably once a week? Or? We had to go get water, Jennifer, seriously, every other day for the house. Oh, yes. Oh my gosh. So, so listen, because we had cattle, uh, we used to make. You had what? Cattle, cows, horses. So, oh, so, cattle, cattle. Yeah, yes. so we used to have like a pond, like, you know, so when it rained, we got water on the land, you know, and it hold down uh-huh. for a little bit, and that was the water for 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 the animals. Right. So so so. Yeah. So so explain a little bit too. I mean, this notion of using cattle as as transportation um, over there. I mean, that's <laughs> what you would consider it like a. They have like a wagon. Yes. I don't know how else to yes, describe it, will it be a wagon but it's like a wagon. Right, and then um, los bueyes, what are yeah. they called, oxen? Yeah, ox. Right, and then two ox, like, we'll pull in front, wagon. taking, yeah. right, so they would get the, the barrels of water, yes. and then, bring it back to wow. the house. 
but uh, wow. but like like uh, you can tell, you know, uh, farming over there. This I don't know. I don't want to get get too far out, but farming over there, <laughs> it was like uh -huh. from water from the rain. So people had to know when it was raining season, and that's when you put the cross to cross on the ground. And we will grow uh -huh. up like pretty much everything: tomatoes, you know, uh, yeah, corn, and um, and. Sweet potatoes, beans, eucalyptus, uh, right. and um, to be honest with you, uh, the way that you planted those, it was just by you knowing when raining season would be. Uh, mm -hmm. Not like in here that you have, you will have irrigation, you know, to grow the the, the products. And uh, right. so, and then, then going back to the cattle, to the animals. Of course, we had uh -huh. a lot of cows, you know, that we used to get the milk out of there and then uh, make cheese yes. and sell it. <laughs> and then, uh -huh. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, okay. yeah they would sell pretty much everything they, were, they had in there. And also... Uh, but who's who's they? Okay, so I, like my you family, guys... My, in so, my family, that's how uh, uh -huh. we made a living out of, like, you know... Um, Like I say, farming was a big thing. We will grow no one. Like right. a lot of tomatoes, a lot of beans, a lot of corn, uh -huh. a lot of rice. And then they will sell that at the city. You know, they will go travel to the city. So and they sell would it. go into San Miguel yes, and, sell and sell all the vegetables, the fruit, yes. the, the eggs, um, yes. milk, cheese. Lo que yeah, sea. Oh, in my house, you know, for Christmas time, I remember uh, people coming to buy a lot of. Uh, hens and they will buy them by oh. numbers seriously they, they will take like 30 of them and just take it to the city to sell them uh you know oh, yeah, wow. people in the city can go so, any, any chickens right so um okay so first i want to go back to the house real quick and then i want to get back to the the farming stuff but back to the house so you had eight brothers and sisters um, obviously your mom it was, and your it dad. It was 10 of us. It was, uh, let's see. Uh, oh my God. Yeah. No, yes. I know. <laughs> Four sisters, I'm going six crazy brothers. <laughs> I know. And, and we grew up Five in brothers. With you, it's it's six. Yes. So it's 10 of you guys. 10 of us. Right. So, so think about this. The house that we were living in, it wasn't that big, humongous big. And um, Right. Uh, how many rooms and how did you guys sleep? It was, like, <laughs> don't laugh. Uh, we didn't have bunk beds, and we had <laughs> okay. three rooms, one for my mother and dad, one for the right. girls, one for the boys. No, Seriously. you're kidding. So the boys will sleep two in a bed. So we will no have, way. seriously, we will have two beds. <laughs> Luckily, you know, we when we were growing up, the older uh, right. ones were going into the army, you know, they were going to right. school, so they, they, they kind of so leave they early. Would... So there was uh -huh. room for the younger one, younger ones. Right, which you're one of the yes. younger ones. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but it was it was wow. So it was, it was six boys in a room. Six boys. We had three beds, and two would wow. sleep in a, in in a bed. And uh, that's crazy. Yeah, it was. Believe me, like if you wanted to go to the bathroom, you had to go over the other one. Oh, <laughs> so so yeah. you know. Right. It wasn't easy. So. Since there were so many of you, there was 10 of you, did your your dad, he asked you guys to help, yeah? Of course, of course. You know. <laughs> so you guys were 
you know, I remember at a young age began working. I remember, you know, this is how it used to be. I remember since you were little growing up that you end up having duties. We will only go to school uh, early in the days. You will go either early in the morning or in the afternoon. Uh-huh. For like what? From, three, from, four hours? Or? No, it was more like five classes. Uh, so it was, if you went in the morning, it was from uh, like uh, 8 to 12, and then in the afternoon, uh-huh. 12 to 5 o'clock. But uh, okay. depending on what, uh, you know, if you, if you went to school in the morning, that meant whenever you came back from school, you had to help mm-hmm. your family do the farming part. And if you went to school in the afternoon, of course, you will help in the morning with the cattle and everything they needed you to do. Right. And what did you like doing this or how or for you, it was kind of just this is what this is what we do. And it was more normal. You you know, growing up, everything comes to you rather easy. You know, my dad and my mother, they were really smart. Um, uh-huh. I remember, you know, uh, whenever we had a, a newborn, um, oh my God, now you got me, uh, when a cow had a baby, my dad would uh-huh. be the one telling one of us, oh, whenever that cow gave birth, uh, the new bull is going to be yours. So whenever that, that little bull came out, you know, you were taking care of that little thing. And you, no you, yeah, way. You, you make sure oh that, you know, that, that you take good care of that because that belongs oh to you. Oh, my gosh. And oh, my goodness. Wow, that's crazy. That was really smart then. So, you know, uh, I had this story where, you know, my dad, he told me. So, you know, whenever, it, uh, you know, this cow gave birth, you know, that bull could have been yours. You know, it was a nice cow, mm-hmm. uh, you know. And uh, when yeah. Little Ball came out, it was like, you know, one of those, uh, I don't know if it had a brand to it, but it came out looking really nice. But, you know, I don't know mm-hmm. how they call it, but it, it was, it came out really strong and big. Right, so right. Uh-huh. Thing from the beginning, it charged me. Whenever I tried to grab him or, you know, tell him to go to the <gasps> field, he will, you know, chase me. Like, start chasing you. Yeah. <laughs> Oh and goodness. I was little, I mean, you know, I don't know how little I was, but my dad, being as smart as he was, he would give me a stick and he will tell me, don't let that little thing, let that little girl, right. you know. And he'll like run you over. You. Yeah. And at the dad, end, I that's... did, you know, I took control of that little ball and, you know, he grew up, you know, at the end uh, being, you know, in, I was in control of him. But in the beginning, right. he bullied me, like, you know, he will, you know, take charge <laughs> and I will run. But my dad was very um, smart, and he told me how to deal with it. You know, that's something you and I have in common. I had I had a cow in El Salvador. Do you know yes. what I'm talking about? Yes. <laughs> so to tell everyone listening, so um, we used to go uh, every year, every summer, and the year before my quinceañera, my fifteenth birthday, um, I went and. My Tio Valbi, which is my mom's uncle, he um he told me, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a gift, um, and we're going to like use it for your quinceañera. And I was like, Okay, like what is it? What is it? It it was a cow. And he was <laughs> he for gave real, me like a cow. Yeah. I know. I know. And I got that cow for my 14th birthday. And obviously, like, I mean, I came back, but I mean, for my 15th, that was, um, 
that was our meal. That's how people <laughs> That's what got we had fed. At the party. I, I don't know if you were gonna. Tell, I know. You know, everyone how far you know that went. But... No, I mean, I mean that's that's how it is. That that was that was the food. Yeah. That's what animals, you know, yeah, were, are end. used over there for. Yeah, at the end. Mm-hmm. So how did going back to like school for you? Um, how did you get to school? What did you walk? I know. Um, Mom tells me that she used to, well, Theo Valby would sometimes give her a ride, but if he wasn't around, she'd have to walk for like 30 minutes. She was lucky, you know, you know, in, in there, but we never had a car. Like in the family, there was no uh-huh. car. I was lucky right. to have a bicycle when I was like 13 and I got so excited <laughs> about it. But uh, <laughs> seriously, we would walk to school about a mile and a half one way. Uh-huh. And the only thing that it was like a group thing, everybody from the neighborhood would walk, you know, kind of together. And forget uh-huh. the walking. The road that, that it took us over there, there was a lot of uh-huh. traffic, car, buses. Uh-huh. So we had to, yeah. you know, uh, make sure that we were doing this. And they're very, on the side right, of the road. they're very narrow streets. Yes, they were. But, you know, right. uh, we would walk, like I say, about a mile and a half one way and that was the uh-huh. only way to go to school. There, there was no buses, no, no rides, no nothing. Mm-hmm. Another thing I, um, I've always noticed about El Salvador. So um, it's interesting to me that, you know, the roads over there, unless you're on like the big central road, like traveling from big city to big city. I mean, everything's just a dirt road. Um. And then there's like little dirt roads that are kind of like, you know, it's so difficult to explain, but the dirt roads is where it leads into a whole little community. You know, one is called La Fragua, where my mom is from. One is called Los Planes, where you're from. But these dirt roads go far, far in. And one thing I've always noticed is um, the few people that do have cars, you know, you can be walking on that dirt road and then... Everyone, I think, kind of knows each other. Like, you kind of know who's their family or where they live or whatever. And so if a car is coming by, um, like a truck or something, I mean, sometimes they'll even just let you know, like, oh, hop in the back. Yes. And you just, like, hop in the back and they take you to uh, wherever you need to go. And then when you get to your house, you, like, slap the truck. They know that's where you they need to stop. And then you just jump off. <laughs> You know, uh, that's one of the things that, you know, whenever you live in a, <laughs> in a small community, you know, uh, people have more, more um, they're more nicer, I would say. Uh, the ones who kind of, you know, do good in life and they get to own like a little pickup truck or, you know, a little car, they yeah. can give right to um, not only neighbors, but people that are walking by or the elder, yeah. you know, whoever, you know, they will stop and they will say, hey, let's go, we'll give you a ride. Yeah. That's really nice. Uh, that's like like a community thing where, you know, here, yeah. you know, uh, everybody's in a rush and nobody cares, you know. You're going to work, <laughs> right. you're going to school, you just, if you see somebody walking, you be nice if you say hello, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, very true. So you would go to school when you would come back home from school. Um, what was your routine? Or, you know, I know a lot of what you did was working, but when, when you weren't working, what did you have toys you were playing with? Um, how did you, you and your brothers play? 
what did you guys do for fun you know this is this is so real like growing up i didn't have any toys like you know i didn't have no no bicycles i didn't have no no little cars no nothing um the yeah. toys uh, that we had we kind of made them as soon as we could or our dad i guess will help us you know and it was funny the way give me an example so you will cut a piece of uh, wood like a, a tree uh-huh. branch cut it about yeah. not even a foot long and uh-huh. then uh, right in front you will put a little of uh, a little stick that goes side to side uh-huh. and that will be okay. that will be like a, a ball and you will put two of those together with a little uh-huh. cross uh, uh, little stick and you will pull uh-huh. that you know the, oh, the, like a yes. I know, like a a rubber band. Yes. You, rid of that? Yeah, and you will be and thinking then... that you were holding, you know, playing with cows, playing with horses, you know, pulling something. Right. So you know. Oh wow. So, so we we had to use our imagination. Like I say, we didn't have no cars, no bicycles, no no. I don't oh, think wow. my I don't think my sisters had any Barbies either. Yeah. So they would just have to maybe, like you said, just stick some sticks together and yes, use their imagination a lot. But but you know that that (laughs) kind of living, I guess, it will give you more more. um, You will resourcefulness. Yes, and you will love. uh, Like I remember when we used to travel back to El Salvador, and of course, my son he had a bunch of little cars. He was really big on cars, and we buy him, you know, those little metal cars, Hot Wheels. So whenever, yeah, we are, so whenever we went to El Salvador, I will ask him, can you please take some uh, to El Salvador and just give it to the little kids over there? And he will bring like a whole backpack yeah. full of them. And then, you know, little kids from the yeah. neighborhood, they will come and he will give it to them and they will, you know, be so excited about a little <laughs> car, you know, uh, giving to them. Yeah. So, so, you know, so right. it all depends like how, how things come to you. Um, Another part of everyday life that we have here so easily that is so different um is dirty laundry and and washing clothes (laughs) (laughs) did you have any did you have any um washing machines over there you know see see you have no electricity (laughs) over there you you know you couldn't have anything else like in my house there was no tv no no radio you know uh forget the laundry machine oh really uh, dryers every every time no, I know. So, so to explain, uh, I always, well, and I also, I liked the way the the sink was outside or inside, wherever it was, but it was like a large, like a cement block. Um, and to wash your clothes, you would just, I mean, take your dirty clothes, you'd have like your bar of soap. And then you just wash it like in this cement block <laughs> that that was yeah. washing clothes. And then, you know, of course, pinning it up and, and air drying. But yes. that was it. And it was more like a made out of uh, rock that they make cement. Do you write about that? Yes. So, yeah, yes. like a rock. And, uh-huh. and the thing was, you know, people didn't use a lot of water to wash their clothes either. I mean, they would pour a little bit on the mm-hmm. clothes, you know, put some soap in it, you know. Uh, uh, right. Kind of, uh, you know, rub, like it, rub together, it together a little, like you know, to, and then right. you know, a little bit more water, and then you know, uh, put it to dry on on the sun, like you say. Yeah, 
Yeah. I, I have good memories of, um, of El Salvador. A lot of, you know, for me, it was, think about uh, just how different my two worlds were. I would take showers over there, but the way I would take showers is mom would um, heat up like a big, like a huge pot of, of water. She would Get the like, bucket and put it in the... Put it into two, right, two big buckets. And then she would put it in the little the shower that we had. And then we I had a little bowl. And I would go in there. And I, like, I remember, like, being, I don't know, like, 10, 11, however old. But going in there and just, like, with the little bowl, like, splashing water on me you know like shampooing with one hand and then like another bowl of water like on my head but I never thought I never thought oh my god like ew no quiero ir al salvador like I have to like there's no AC oh my there's no this I have to take shower I have to go outside to go to the bathroom sometime you know like I was never like that like I just thought it was just the way they live and I was okay with yeah, that. Yeah, and I don't think it's just El Salvador. Um, I mean, there are a lot of third world countries where still, you know, obviously. they have that going on still right. nowadays. But uh, like you say, right. you know you know what it is? The difference that I see going back over there, because we still get to go every now and then, and we have, we have to deal with that. Um, one of the things that I notice every time we go, uh, especially with your mother's friends, there's... Uh, Mm-hmm. families are really close and they they will help one another Very. and then you know friends mm-hmm. friends will be there for you like you know you don't have to even give them nothing like you know go if whenever we go over there seriously if as soon as people know that we're there you know people will bake bread for oh, you you know they will uh, you know cook you food and they will bring it to you you know and welcome you uh, we're in, here in the U.S., you know, on the contrary, I mean, you know, people go to work every day, and the moment you leave the house, you uh, open the garage, you leave, um, you go to work, come back, get your car into the garage, close the garage, and you never get to greet or meet your neighbors, and, uh, you know, you might know the one yeah. next to you, but, you know, if you go throughout your neighborhood, you don't even know who they are, what they do, as uh, if you right. go back over there, you know, people... Um, you know, throughout the neighborhood, they will know one another and they will help one another. So that, that, that's the thing mm-hmm. that you, I think whenever you go over there, uh, kind of, um, you know, help feel comfortable, even though the living yeah. won't be as nice as it is over here. You know, there, there's a lot of warm welcoming over there from uh, family and friends, which in here yeah. we kind of lose it because right. we're so busy working. And at school, and you know, yeah. we go to work, and you know, come back, and you know, it's it's like we have to make breakfast before we go. Come back, we had to cook, and then the good thing is to clean right. up, you know, wash the dishes. So we're always in in a rush. We're always busy, you know. And over there, always. it's more relaxed, mm-hmm. more, you know, kick back. Uh, so so yeah, I, I'm thinking that's what you know uh, that charm that brings you back over there, and you feel whenever you travel over there. Yeah, I I do love that. Um, I love the simplicity of it. I love that, like, when you're talking to people, like you say, like, they're not really, they're not in a rush. They're they're actually talking and, and listening to you. And I think that, that makes it all very special. 
it's two different worlds, but um, I think both the American culture and the Salvadorian culture, you know, they've both had a very big um, impact on how I act and just who I am as a person. Um, but I, I also, I too am very proud to have those roots. And I love hearing all the stories. I, I just think it's so crazy how, how different things were for you. And, and you're right, the journey now, like I can't imagine being you and having memories of, of being a little kid in El Salvador, like, having a cow you know? <laughs> like, that's crazy. I have my own little boy. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy yes but um anyway i think that wraps it up do you have any any final words um i think we we're here already but you know just uh keep in mind that you know uh anything in life is possible no matter where you come from uh, if you really think about uh-huh. it, even here in the U.S., you know, you, you can still uh, still live uh, in the countryside or, you know, and doesn't make any difference, you know, uh, who you are or, you know, you can accomplish pretty much anything you want to accomplish. And with that in mind, you know, no matter where you're from or, you know, how you grew up, uh, if you work really hard, you know, life will give you things, you yeah. know, that, that you never thought they would be possible. Yes, agreed. Very good motivation for my week. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but yeah, I'm looking forward to, you know, keep telling uh, all my stories. You know, I have plenty of more, believe me, I have. And, you know, it's uh, memories. And I think somehow, you know, uh, it will give hope to a lot of people, you know, where, you know, they think they had it bad. And, you know, having a bad would be right. like nothing compared to, you know, growing up in, in a third world country, which wasn't bad for me at all. You know, it kind of made me stronger. But, uh, you know, like I say, we yeah. take things for granted here. And, you know, this is, you know, one more I- idea of, you know, um, that. Another perspective. Yes. No matter where you come mm-hmm. from, you know, life will, you know, take you places if you work really hard. Agreed. Well, until next time, I think that's it for today's episode. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Bye.